Sodium retention is a hallmark of heart failure. Diuretic therapy is used to control fluid volume in our patients who have heart failure. Welcome to the Nurse Tutor Podcast. This is David Woodruff. I'm the editor of Critical Care Nursing Made Incredibly Easy. I hope to make this incredibly easy for you too as we share tips and time savers that are useful and understandable. As of today, we have about 18 million cases of COVID-19 and approaching 330,000 deaths. Every day we learn a little bit more about COVID-19. Still, it's a disease we know extraordinary little about, especially how it affects different populations. Keep tuning in to the Nurse Tutor Podcast for more information about the cutting-edge therapies and what we're learning about COVID-19. Back to our diuretic therapy. So diuretic therapy has been linked to fall risk. Well, not surprising if we're over-diuresing our patients. Our patients may be ending up with some orthostatic hypotension. And then when they get up suddenly, they may lose their balance and end up having injury. In a study by Okada et al., they found that there was a 46% decrease in falls when they changed the diuretic therapy from the traditional loop diuretics to the New York Mode therapy. The New York Mode therapy uses a once-every-other-day low-dose spiralactone instead of a loop diuretic. What they found was in a three-year follow-up, On this study, there were no hip fractures that occurred in these patients, and in fact, a 46% decrease in falls. This is interesting information for our elderly patients who may be at risk for falling and who are on diuretics. Maybe we need to reconsider the diuretics that our patients are taking and make changes in order to be able to hopefully have better outcomes and decrease our fall risk. For more information about diuretics, check out our YouTube video, Nursing Pharmacology Diuretics. In other news, a recent study looked at priming our patients prior to their visits for follow-up on heart failure. What they found was that if they showed the patient a short video prior to their appointment, They would send them out an invite and a link, and patients would look at the video and maybe do a little quiz or some other kind of activity prior to their appointment. They found that there was an improvement in the amount of guideline-directed therapy, gaps in prescribing decreased, and reasons for clinical inertia. These are some of the pieces that they talked about in their video, and the importance of patient's engagement in treatment decisions. So by having the patient watch the video, and be informed on these issues prior to them coming to the clinic. They found that more patients had treatment initiated or intensified at 30 days after the appointment. So in the treatment group, it was about 49% or about half of our patients had their treatment initiated or intensified, whereas in the control group, only about 30%. So dramatic improvement in the amount of patients who had an escalated therapy or had therapy initiated during that follow-up appointment. This has a lot of implications beyond just heart failure patients, any patients who have chronic disease. Maybe if we prime them ahead of time with some information about why their therapy may be getting slowed down or why there may be gaps in their prescribing, etc., this may help our patients to be more alert and attuned to the types of therapy options they have when they're in the physician's office for a follow-up. 
Certainly it's an interesting idea, and now that we've had some experience with doing some distance education and remote learning during COVID, this may be something that we want to consider as a pre-work for our patients before they come in for appointments in the office. So in summary, diuretics improve outcomes where patients who have heart failure, the New York mode therapy may be superior, especially for older adults who have a risk for falls, and priming our patient can lead to better outcomes if our patient has heart failure. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and learn more about nursing emergencies and how to manage them from thenursingprof.com. Thank you for joining me this week. Until next time, bye.